Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. As far as the presentation stuff, I always go for the the Hamlet quote: "To thine self be true." Uh, it, if everything from like the plates to the floor to everything is is a little bit more polished than let's say at Sawor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the same we wanted the same with the plating of the dishes, and my cousin drove fourteen hours to bring me some really nice plates uh, that aren't really necessarily good for restaurants because they break a lot easier, but they're so pretty. Yeah, uh, but. You know, that's, it's all very much very intentional. Uh, We are going on a cruise, and you're invited to go with us. San Antonio Restaurants has partnered with VTiki Travel Planners to take a group cruise in February of 2024. Join us on Virgin Cruise Line's beautiful Scarlet Lady as we travel out of Miami and enjoy a five-day cruise to the Dominican Republic and Bimini Island. Virgin Cruise Line's serves incredible food, and is known to be the Foodies Cruise Line. For more information, contact John and Carrie Weber at thetikitravelplanner.com. That's www.thetikitravelplanner.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes, where we talk to some of the best restaurant owners and chefs in San Antonio and surrounding areas, so excited about our guest today. Alan Williams is my business partner and my co-host, cohort, co-part, <laughs> all, all of those kinds of things. I'm so excited to be here today. And she is Susie Lafredo, and we are part of San Antonio Restaurants. We're on Facebook, on Instagram, on mm-hmm. TikTok. We're all over the place. All over. All talking about great places to eat. And But today we are at the Peachtree Rose Marketing Studio. Yes, a great Beautiful, studio. gorgeous studio. I'm telling you, we absolutely love it here. I mean, we're so happy to have this as our home of our podcast. Um, and if anybody out there is looking for a podcast studio, let me tell you, these people are fantastic. It's, it's a beautiful place, and they have space. There you go. Just look up Peachtree Rose, and you can talk to the people that uh, run this place and get you hooked up. Absolutely. Today, we have Mr. Luis, Vaz- Luis Vasquez of Arenas Masqueria lounge how are you doing today i'm great thank you for having me oh there you go so we're going to get into both of those t- cool places but uh we brought you in today especially to talk about arenas mm-hmm. Mas- marisqueria lounge you make it difficult for for <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> for me to say that you are at 19903 Stone Oak Parkway. I think that's on the corner of Hardy Oak and Stone Oak. Is that right? A corner of Stone Oak, uh, Stone Oak and Hardy Oak. Uh, on the other side of Aldaco's, I like to say. Uh, there you go. Yeah, oh, everyone yes. knows where Aldaco is, mm-hmm. and you're you're Stay right below. across the street from it. Such a cool place. I've been there a couple of times now. Thank you. Great seafood, great uh, entertainment, and great bar Atmos- also. Yeah, there. and the atmosphere is beautiful, too. Oh, beautiful. I mean, it's just such a cool place to go in. It has a really nice vibe. Thank you. I yeah. can't take all the credit, but that, that's a huge team effort. That It's a... It's it's a really big undertaking, and we have like a really good team out there. So I can't take all the credit, but thank you. I appreciate all the yeah. good words. 
So I think I read somewhere that that your idea behind it was you wanted everyone loves to go to a resort in Mexico, and you wanted yeah. that resort feel. Yeah, definitely resort vibes in Mexico. You get that coming in with the chairs, the the epoxy floor, uh, the more elegant lighting. Uh, we wanted to stay clear of. Uh, ropes and anchors and <laughs> yeah, the nautical the stuff. nautical stuff. Uh, so right off the bat, you can see that for a seafood restaurant, that's very much not present. It's a resort vibes in Mexico is kind of like the the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's dare I say it's it's a hidden treasure. <laughs> it's such a cool place Appreciate to go that, to. So when you walk in, you, there's uh, some windows to the left. Now, you have a nice patio to, in front, but to the left there's some windows, and it very much looks like you're on the beach. Oh, that sunset, that's been a hit. Uh, it's, it's basically a decal with some transparencies built into the, into the transparency itself, into the sticker. So whether it's over- HD quality photograph though, it, so yes. it's very it, Whether it's overcast outside, if there's, it, as long as there's light outside, you get a sunset inside, which is, so it's a really cool effect. Yeah, and it's very Instagrammable. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Well, let's let's learn about you. How uh, are you from San Antonio? Well, I'm originally from San Luis Potosi, Mexico. My family emigrated here from from there. Uh, I've been living here since um, I was f- five five years old. Oh, okay. Um, been here pretty much ever since, uh, mm-hmm. nonstop. This is, I call San Antonio home. Yeah. San Antonio is my I, I've been every inch of this city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love the city to death. This is my home. Yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, after school, what what all have you done? You know, you well, didn't just wait, open a bar and a restaurant. You well, um, restaurants. I started in restaurants when I was fourteen years old. I was a dishwasher at a Casa Sol restaurant over there on San Pedro and Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, where, where Hovey Motor Cars used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad's been in restaurants his whole life. He, he, I remember when I was really little going to Casa Rio. I believe he was a manager at, Ca, at Casa Rio. Down so on the Riverwalk. Da- yeah, my dad's been in restaurants my, my whole life, his whole life. And, you know, when I was 14 and I started dishwashing just because it was something to do on the weekends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there, you know, I worked at every little Mexican restaurant that you can think of. Casa Real, uh, Chachas, <laughs> uh, you know, like. Wow. Pick of Mexican restaurant I worked there. And then I went from like those, I call them turn and burn Mexican restaurants where, you you know, you just kind of get hammered for lunch mm-hmm. and then like you do your silverware and you get out. Okay. And I went from there, uh, did caterings for weddings and stuff. And so you so you were learning how to cook along, along no, the way? Absolutely no, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I, well, as a dishwasher, I did do a little bit of prep and... You know, just little stuff in the back. I'm, I'm actually not really good in the kitchen. But learning uh, how a restaurant runs. Yes. Well, I'll get I'll get to there because <laughs> as much as I always use the this is old Donald Rumsfeld quote: the known unknowns and the unknown unknowns. <laughs> okay. That that's at the heart of a restaurant. There's the things you think you know, right? And then there's the stuff you don't know until you don't know them. Mm. And uh, I very much knew the front of house pretty well. I knew once I got to like. Uh, yeah, after the Mexican restaurants, then I got to Paisano's, then to Ruth's Chris, you know, went to the, the more fine dining route. And then restaurants was really like the last thing on my list. By the time I was 24, I was so tired of restaurants. It, it It's an industry that really grinds you down. Yeah. And uh, as any server will tell you, like, it's great money. Uh, you meet a lot of very interesting and really cool people. 
but you also get the opposite side of that spectrum where you meet just some of the worst people. Yeah. And it, it, the business I, is just what it is. And you I, need to I read it. Restaurant Confidential. I know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, by 24, I've had a, I had a lifetime in the service industry, and I was already like I was done with restaurants. I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do media stuff. I wanted to do the stuff that you guys see me do, the photography, mm-hmm. the videos, the podcast. And so when I was 24, I, you know, I was going to do that. And then this opportunity came up to open Sabor. And, you know, being 24 and dumb, I was like, I, I could do this. I've been in restaurants my whole life. I know so how to do this. Let's, let's talk about Sabor just for a second. We'll get back yeah. into it. So Sabor is a restaurant that you and your dad owned together. Is mm-hmm. that right? That's correct. And you've been there 10 years. You're at 8425 Bandera Road, Suite 106. That's correct. Yeah. What, is, what is that close to? It's uh, the Precinct 2 Courthouse is right mm-hmm. there. The Constable is right there. They just opened a Crunch Fitness right there. It's, there's a Walmart. There's an HEB. Bandera and Gilbo right before Braun. Okay. The Bandera Gilbo area. Sabor, and it's Mexican restaurant? Oh, yeah. it's a, it, That one. Tacos? Uh, tacos. It's a Tex-Mex. Okay. It, it, it's very much a neighborhood joint. Okay. And, and you opened that with your dad, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and 10 years. That's a long time. Yes. It, we had the, the luxury of it being me and my dad and just through just <laughs> sheer force of will, just me and him. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to like – we didn't have other crazy expenses or – you know, something like that, especially during through COVID, we, we never had to fire anyone. You know, it's still going to be just me and my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I'm very proud of Sabor. It's, you know, it's taking care of us, you know, little by it, It's never been this huge thing. I think I have 13 tables there, tops. Yeah. Uh, it's just an, a little neighborhood joint that I, I, I love to death. I have yeah. a weird love hate relationship. I'm very cool. I can't wait to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you opened Sabor. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, uh, you know, again, I was ready to get out. <laughs> it's like now, now I had two lifetimes in the service industry. I, I always akin those first six months of sabor, uh, so exciting. It's like rejuvenated my like, oh my god, I love this. I'm learning new stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that I I thought I knew, I was like, I don't know anything about anything. I just know how to take care of people and be upfront. And you know, slowly but surely, you start learning the back end and kind of filling out your knowledge, your, all the gaps in your knowledge, they they, come, they become very apparent right away. Mm. I remember right around the six-month mark, it was like my birthday. I was like, oh, I can't take a day off. Oh, I got to be at work tomorrow at six. And then so after that period of being like, oh, this is great. This is fun. It's exciting. I love restaurants again. So, oh, I need a day off. Right. I'm, I'm drowning. <laughs> you know, right. like I can't stop working. And uh, at some point, you just kind of learn how to swim and – it just becomes routine, and and then I got again to a point where I was like, I'm done with restaurants again. Hmm. And my dad understood. I I'm very fortunate to have my parents. Uh, they've always been crazy supportive of me uh, as an immigrant. I always there's I how do I put it? I see other immigrants who have DACA, like I have DACA, the the Obama program, mm-hmm. and they have gone on to do incredible things. And me because I was always very. I was very depressed. There's an anxiety that comes with being an immigrant. Like, oh, I could get deported tomorrow. I was very much a what's the point? I'm just going to work kind of guy. Mm. You know, make as much money as I can. And and there's always that anxiety and depression that comes with that. And when DACA came around and I got my DACA and I realized, oh, I've been in restaurants my whole life. Not to downplay restaurants, but like as a server, as a lifetime career server, I know that it's, it's, it's not where a lot of us want to be. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of empathy and sympathy for you know, you kind of just you make such good money that it's hard to like, and and it's all an all encompassing life too. Like, yeah. your shifts are just your shifts and your shifts and your shifts. So, um, 
that I got to the point where I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I want to do what I want to do. I ended up getting a job at the newspaper. I with the Express News. With the Express News. Mm-hmm. Right. I absolutely love news journalism. And I was producing podcasts for some of San Antonio's best writers, columnists, journalists. It was, it was a dream. And then, now how did you learn how to do that? How to how to engineer a podcast? Oh, well, I, I did that while I was when we first opened Sabor. I had to learn how to market somehow, and also you're there like ten hours a day. You can't really get another job, so I took up. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts since I was in my parents' garage as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo Laporte in a Twit. I don't know if no one no one's going to know what that means. I but, don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> I've been listening to podcasts since they were invented. Uh-huh. Basically, an RSS feed. Whoever knows, and if anyone knows what that right. means, yes. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast. This was way before the podcast craze and stuff. And I started a show called "We Should Hang Out More," that I was doing like That's on the fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun show. It was really, really just an excuse to interview fun people, like right. cool people. I interviewed comedians. Uh, Sean Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, it, but it was at the same time that I had started Sawar. So it was like this, the restaurant's kind of actually paying my bills. And then this, this podcast is just for fun. Right. And so you kind of have to do one or the other. And then I started getting offers to be like, hey, can you produce my podcast? Uh, yeah, sure. And so I started doing that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was doing photography for the restaurant. Need to market somehow. So I learned how to do photography. So those 10 years at, at Sawar, it, it kind of, it gave me the playground to play with tech, to play with podcasts, to play with all sorts of aspects of so the develop some market. other skills. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. And uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of again restaurants. I owe everything to them, like because they you can do so much in the industry. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not just that. And yeah. so you were with the Express News for how long? Three years. I okay. Believe, three four years. Yeah. Like and so then, what what made you decide after after all of that to say, you know what, I'm going to open another restaurant? Well, that was <laughs> again my dad. Uh, I'll follow my dad anywhere. Uh, my dad, uh, my brother in law, and my brother in law's friend. They found this place that had been shut down for about two years. It, it was it used to be Drink Texas right there where Arenas is now. Mm-hmm. And everything kind of materialized pretty quickly. Uh, we have a pretty sol- like solid team. Um, Isaac is just like a business guru. Uh, he already had a, a TBC license. He knows how to maneuver those waters, which is, again, another known unknown. Now, you, know, you don't know what you're going to get with TBC. Sometimes they're, they're, yeah. they're very strict. And if you don't already have a relationship with them somehow, then mm-hmm. it's even harder to work with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so luckily we had someone there, and then uh, Moses, he is um, he's a contractor by trade, so he helped us do everything cosmetically in there, like whatever we needed. He was there on a dime, and and my dad and I, we know restaurants. My dad knows the kitchen better than anyone, so we have like a really solid, rounded team there. That that that's why everything materialized as quickly as it did. Right. So did you? So as far as your menu goes at Arenas, did you um, already have ideas of what you were wanting on that menu, or how did that how did that come about? So uh, for years, there's been like this is before we. I love seafood. I go to Bucanero, Islas Maria, uh, Mariscos El Marinero. I'm a, I mean, I, I'm I'm a foodie. I mm-hmm. yeah. 
not not in that I I like good food. I'll eat anything. I, yeah. I actually eat like a garbage <laughs> compactor, but but I love going to restaurants. That's one of my favorite things. Trying new yeah. restaurants, it's absolutely my favorite thing. I can talk about any restaurant. Man, after my own heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing but nice things about about all, San Antonio has some of the best restaurants. I mean, yeah. the the culinary scene has exploded yeah, in the best sure. way. Mm-hmm. It's it's been amazing, and you guys are chronicling mm-hmm. that, so that's great. Um, but yeah, the. For years, we talked about seafood. I love aguachiles. I, I love, I mean, my family, we, we all love seafood. So when it when this came up, all the stuff that we've been talking about for years, we're just like, all right, cool. So we had a huge tasting. I think we had four tastings. We did like hundreds of dishes. Mm-hmm. And you've seen our menu. Our menu is one page that's very much on purpose. Yes. It's a one-page menu, very simple. We do what we do because we do it really good. Mm-hmm. So we picked our favorites, like our actual favorite foods that we like to eat when we go out to seafood places mm-hmm. and that that's what made it onto the menu ultimately uh, those um i mean do you have so many amazing things on your menu um but those uh, oh my gosh those things <laughs> I, are good. I talk about those all the time because like <laughs> no one could have predicted that um w- the first iteration of those tostadas we were uh making our own tostadas as because you know you think you, we should make our own tostadas in house of course but the Problem? I don't think it's maybe it's not a problem, but just the thing was when you season them, it was hard to season them evenly across all, like especially when you're making them in large quantities. Mm-hmm. Some were a little bit saltier than others. Some were, and but then we found this uh, these tostadas that are made with sesame seed. So oh. they're sesame seed tostadas. They're a little bit smaller, but they just fit the profile of the flavor so much better. And once we did that, we're like, this is amazing. And again, when you open. I thought, okay, my favorite thing is aguachiles. Aguachiles, maybe the ceviche is going to be the most popular thing on the menu. Not even close. It's the tostadas de poke. The, oh, my our, gosh. Wow. Those things are I, – I was in heaven. Those are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so good. Wow. Well, that's uh... – So you brought a chef on then. You, mm-hmm. you, you have a chef that you, that kind of curated and helped to – Well, uh, several, actually. Uh, over the – I mean, my I've been in restaurants, like I said – 14 I don't even know how long now 20 years right my dad even longer we got help from pretty much every stage of our career like hey can you help us like get this together from chefs that we'd worked off at different restaurants hey can you help me make this can you like we have my dad is incredible um everyone who he meets he either tries to help or I don't know. My dad is just so, he's just like a force of nature. He knows so, 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 so many people. Mm-hmm. And because he's always been willing to help everyone, everyone is always willing to help him. And it, it, it's just incredible. Yeah, yeah he's got awesome. a great network. So mm-hmm. is he is he uh, Luis Vasquez Sr.? Or? Yes. That's okay. Correct. I yeah. just guessed yeah, he's that. He's Mexican. <laughs> he's, not, he's not creative in the naming. My mom's <laughs> name is Marisa. My sister's name is Marisa. <laughs> so so did, did Aninas, uh, Arinas, did that renew your um, excitement for restaurants? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know what it was? At, again, it's, it, it's the server in me. I, I've lost a lot of my customer service uh, over the last few years. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost that voice completely. Right, right. Uh, it's more like, what do you want? Like, right. How can I make you happy? Yeah. Well, let me guide you through this menu rather than like me. Yeah. Uh, I have told you what my what I recommend a billion times to people. I, I don't do recommendations anymore. What would you like? How hungry are you? Are you looking for a snack? Are you looking for how, how hungry are you? Let me guide you through the menu rather than give you my mm-hmm. 
uh, my recommendations because I know that's, the menu. You know? Yeah, it's smart. But that's mm-hmm. that's I mean that's good. People people need that. They, uh, recommending your knowledge. You're the ones. If somebody's first time at your restaurant, or if they've been even before and they just had one thing, they don't know what they need to order. I, I agree so. with that, but I think uh, that there still needs to be servers who, right, because I I know there are tons of people who don't like that approach at all. They want to be recommended. They want the the experience that comes with the restaurant, and that's why. I feel like at NS has rejuvenated me because I don't have to be the server up front anymore. Mm-hmm. I can just be like, oh, hey, welcome in. How are you doing? Like, and I can have fun conversations with people. I can, and I'm very much always on the side of my servers and stuff like that uh, when it comes to, because I was a server for so long. I know Same. how people can be, mm-hmm. and but I also know how servers can be sometimes. So like, I, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp yeah. on that. Well, and I mean, you're talking about your dad and his relationship building and all of those types of things. I mean, you kind of are the same. You do the same. I mean, I know that uh, we, we've talked a little bit about some of the amazing events that you guys have had, mm-hmm. um, and that's all based off of the relationships that you've built, yeah. you know, through Express News and through just, all, you know, all of the different things that you've been doing. And um, it, It's... Uh, I, I I love people. I really do. Like at my core, I'm always very much like, how can I help you? How can we work together? Uh, that is my. It it's never. It used to be, especially before I had my DACA, I was very much a very guarded person and like, no. What do you What do you mean? What's the catch? Well, like, mm-hmm. now you know I'm trying to like. I've been so fortunate, even though I'm I wasn't in a position where I'm like I'm a citizen or like I had all this. Other stuff, I recognize how fortunate I have been throughout my entire career in this industry. So now I'm just trying to, like, help it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's cool. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Susie, that sounds like a good time to take a break. We'll sure. go to commercial. Yep. And we'll be right back with Luis Vasquez, owner of Sabor. Is it Mexican restaurant, Mexican kitchen? What is Sabor? It's Sabor Cocina Mexicana. There you go. And what arenas, he said. And Arenas what Marisquería said. Lounge. There you go. And he said that again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he great. We'll be right so back. Nice, so good. Yeah. Hey, Susie. Tell me about San Antonio Restaurant Gold Club. I keep hearing about it. It is the ultimate foodies club. Okay. So if you are somebody who loves to go out to eat, mm-hmm. if you're somebody who... I, I, let me rephrase that. If you're somebody who goes out to eat. Okay, there you go. <laughs> if you're somebody who goes out to eat and you want to save money and you want to try really great restaurants, the Gold Club is for you. So in my estimation, everybody should be a Gold Club member. Yeah, because it's about, it's about great local restaurants. And the great thing about it is you and I, we've already curated these restaurants. We know yeah. which ones are good and which ones aren't. We, we've recommended these restaurants. Exactly. And we get asked all the time, where should we go eat? Hey, we have a, you know, something coming. Or where should we go for lunch? Or just, we get asked all the time. So we figured, you know what, we'll put together this list of restaurants that we have been to, that we have, you know, we we love, um, that we stand behind. So you don't have to worry. The guesswork has been taken out. Um, you can go to these restaurants. You're, you know, guaranteed that you're going to have a great meal, a, a great atmosphere, um, all, all of those types of things. And the coolest thing is, is that because these are gold-approved restaurants, there are amazing perks for going. So, you know, um, in, in fact, at Arenas, you can receive a complimentary ceviche. 
no purchase necessary. You can just go and have an amazing ceviche. They want you know, the, the, he, Luis wants you to try the restaurant. Give it a give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, come out and try. So things like that, or or you can save percentages off your bill or whatever it is. The cool thing is is that um, the the club does cost eight eighty eight a month, um, but you get that back the very first time you use it. And in many cases, um, and then some. Um, yeah. I think you were talking about the Winchester recently mm-hmm. that you went, and they have a um, their fish and chips. Fish and chips. Yeah, buy one get one free. Yeah. That's a fourteen dollar value right exactly. there. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's very much worth it if if you're one that eats. If you eat, if you're one of those people that eats, you should join this <laughs> That's club. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, if you go out to eat one time a month, you're going to save money and go to a great restaurant. That's right. Um, the other cool and thing, and we of, have more than 85 restaurants. We're closing in on 90 restaurants now. Exactly. Yeah. All across. Um, all over San Antonio. All over town, yeah. yeah. And the other cool thing is is that we have these amazing foodie events um, mm-hmm. that Gold Club members you know, get to go to. Um, these are exclusive events where you get to go and try samples of different menus. Sometimes the chef is curating a brand new menu, and you get to try it first. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and these are all events that are included in the Gold Club. We even have classes. Uh, we have sushi. Classes, We've had yeah. sushi making classes. Had tamale. tamale. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, just fun things that you may not have an opportunity to go to otherwise. It makes you a VIP. It does. Whenever you're a member. Yeah. I, I'll mention one VIP perk that people love, and that is at Max and Louie's. They have a speed pass mm-hmm. uh, because there are times that you go where the line is crazy long. So instead of having to wait in that line, you can show that you're a Gold Club member, use your speed pass, and you'll get to the front of that line. So it kind of cuts That's that. amazing. Well, That's amazing. So, so think to did, join the San Antonio Restaurant Gold Club, the best way to do is to download the app and just San Antonio restaurants. Once you get the app, and there's lots of good information on the app, has it gets you to this podcast, gets you to our digital magazine, gets you to our map, gets you all that good stuff. But it also takes you to the Gold Club, yes. and there you can join, and it's only eight dollars and eighty eight cents a month. Yeah, what a, a deal! Yeah, it's a fantastic deal. All right. Well, thank you, Susie. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And we're back again with Mr. Luis Luis Vasquez of Arenas. Marisqueria Lounge at 19903 Stone Oak Parkway and also Sabor uh, Cocina Mexicana. There you go. At 8425 Bandera Road, Suite 106. I got it right. So, so Luis, (laughs) what is your favorite thing on the menu at Arenas? Well, I... I, How do I... Let's see. I eat so much there. It's ridiculous. I... It's a, I think it's a cop-out to say that I really do eat a, a little bit of everything, but that's only because we picked our favorite dishes. Right. I think the, what I have the most is aguachiles, but that's just because it's my favorite food. So what is so what is that? Aguachile, uh, it's – you could find this at any – it's not – this is not unique to mm-hmm. Arenas. Uh, I had aguachiles everywhere I go with the, their sale, like seafood, right? So it's usually cucumber juice, cucumbers, fresh cucumbers, uh, lime juice, salt, pepper – uh, and then depending on where you go, we do one serrano pepper, mm-hmm. uh, throw it in there, blend it all together, and then you put it over the shrimp, mm-hmm. the butterfly shrimp. And you just kind of eat it like that. I, I love spicy food, mm-hmm. so that's my favorite. I always maybe add a little bit more than one serrano. Yeah. And it's spicy and refreshing. It's the cucumber juice does a lot of the heavy lifting there because it's so spicy, but the cucumber juice and the lime juice kind of- refreshes you too at the same time. So... I guess I got to say aguachile, even though I do get the the filete empanizado, which is a breaded fish. 
breaded fish fillet. And I like that one because we have different sauces. So sometimes I'll put our cilantro sauce over it or a creamy mushroom sauce over it. Mm. And that's another crazy good. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So I remember um, it's when, heavier. Yeah, I remember when we went, there was a, a plate that we were served and it was a showstopper. I mean, but it was a full fillet oh. uh, or, or the full fish, fish. rather. Yeah. yeah. And then inside was all uh, it was kind of like an elevated fish and chips, I guess you could say. Well, <laughs> like really elevated. My, that that one is one of my mom's favorite dishes, the mojarra. And if you've never had it, it's the full fish, it's scored, seasoned, and then you throw it in the fryer, and that's it. It's it's as simple and as traditional as you can mm-hmm. get, right? Um, but we also have a mojarra chicharron, and for that one, it's the exact same fish. That one is tilapia, but that one we fillet it beforehand, and we cut the meat, mm-hmm. and then we fry that and uh, throw it in the oven a little bit just to get a little crisp on it yeah and then we played it again and that the presentation that you saw that's what you see it's the the meat that's been filleted off the fish it's still the same mojarra just a different presentation it's It's a very very pretty it is a gorgeous fish so so just so you know if you want to see this um if you go onto our instagram and just go down you'll see we we went and did a video at um arenas and that was one of the dishes that's on there but it is such a cool it's such a cool yeah and and the presentation is is really part of the the wonderful thing about going there because your dishes they're not just you know thrown on a plate and brought out to you everything is presented very nicely very mm-hmm. very well and so you feel like you're at a at a a resort. Yeah, yeah you I do. really do. Well, and, and that also goes along with your cocktails as well. I was blown I, away. I was just going to go yes, to those cocktails. Yes. You have an amazing uh, cocktail menu. And a happy really hour. Really delicious. A fantastic happy hour. But some of those cocktails that you um, presented to us, I mean, they were just beautiful and so good. Oh, man. As far as the presentation stuff, I always go with the, the Hamlet quote, to thine self be true. Uh, it with Everything from, like, the plates to the floor to everything is – is a little bit more polished than, let's say, at Sabor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the same, we wanted the same with the plating of the dishes. And my cousin drove 14 hours to bring me some really nice plates um, that aren't really necessarily good for restaurants because they break a lot easier, but they're so pretty. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's, it's all very much very intentional. Uh, it, it has to, it, it has to taste good too, but it also has to look pretty. I think, um that's what draws in people too is being able to look at oh my god this looks beautiful and then it tastes good that's just like a it, it's mm-hmm. yeah it all the senses yeah and one of the things that um, when we went I was so impressed with was your knowledge of um, well not only the food but also even the every every aspect of what was going into um, these amazing cocktails that you make and all of you just had such a knowledge of everything that was being used and I, th- I thought that was really cool. That you have to uh, at a restaurant. Uh, you have to know every single bit of it, and if you, it, it just trickles down to the servers, to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have the knowledge to give to them over and over, and especially in a restaurant, there's, there's just it, the nature of the business. There's always going to be more turnaround, and there has to be someone there who knows everything about everything uh, at all times. And the cocktails, I mean, especially proud of them. Uh, I, I can't take too much credit for that because uh, we hired a young man by the name of Jacob Aleman, and he did fr- – when Frida's opened, he did Frida's cocktail menu. He did Bar 301 over there in Leon Springs mm-hmm. bar menu. He is a savant when it comes to spirits. He is got s- 
such a knowledge of, of a uh, like he's such a palate. I, I definitely recommend you have him on because nice. he he knows spirits like unlike anyone I've ever met in my life, and he has taught me so much. So as knowledgeable as I am, it's I, I take from his I take from his knowledge. Uh, Jacob Aleman, he's he's amazing, and yeah, specifically I, I, the, my favorites are the Chanel, which is basically our take on a French seventy five. Uh, you know, it's some uh, Prosecco, Empress Gin, Saint Germain, lime juice. It's so simple, elegant, mm-hmm. and uh, I love a good French seventy five because it's it's a stiff drink. You get the champagne, you get the gin in there. Mm-hmm. It, it looks a little girly to some people, but that's a stiff drink yeah. and it's, it's good, and it's yeah. delicious. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's our take on the French 75. And then the other one is the Aztec Old Fashioned. I can't get enough of it. That is amazing. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about it. The Aztec Old Fashioned uh, is 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 genius. It's so, so, so good. Again, that's all credit to Jacob because he, he he came up with that for us. He's phenomenal. It's uh, two ounces of uh, tequila reposado. I use camarena. Uh, some mezcal. We use vita mezcal. Some uh, chocolate bitters. And... Mm. Uh, <laughs> Some cinnamon. It's incredible. You got to go try it out. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I do, do recommend that one. A yes, lot. and so tell us a little bit about your happy hour. So the happy hour, we have half off all our cocktails, all our signature cocktails, I should say, uh, three dollar draft beers, and it's uh, from three to seven. We ran a special all October long. We did uh, half all. We did happy hour all day, all through October. We were kind of celebrating our six months there. It was it, the reception over there has been just fantastic. People have been incredibly kind, incredibly supportive. Uh, our reviews on Google are tremendous. I'm really humbled by all the people who say just really nice things about us. And I come from the far west side. I grew up on the far west side. I've worked everywhere. And being from San Antonio, I think uh, Stone Oak gets this Stone Oak is its own little bubble, and I think there's a lot of people who, for whatever reason, they uh, there's nothing but rich people out there. Mm. I think that's a perception from a lot of San Antonio. I live over there. I'm not rich. I, I, there's so <laughs> many just regular, hardworking families out there, and but being the perception. in there, yeah, the yeah. perception is there, and it, it's been fun for me to see. Oh, it's just San Antonio. Mm-hmm. It's just San Antonio. Um, and that's been real. That's that's one of the reasons why we want to do the happy hour all day. You can't always have all of San Antonio coming into a restaurant. I, I I'm I try to be really realistic about that. And so serving the community has always been kind of like my focus, mm-hmm. and the people in the neighborhoods out there. And again, the reception has been just so wow. lovely. So your your happy hour though. Uh, last month it was all day long, but but now it is. Sunday through Thursday, so just not on the weekend, but from 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock, even including Sunday. So Sunday at 3 o'clock, you're running your happy hour? Mm-hmm. I wow. love, I Football love Sunday, you... I feel like it, it's just like people are looking for something yeah. real quick to watch a game or mm-hmm. chill, maybe a Spurs game or something. Wow, yeah. and I didn't realize it ran until 7. That's great. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of happy hours in so much earlier. So yeah, that's awesome. that was also another. Uh, our hours are the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we were, we were closing we're closing at, at midnight. So seven isn't that late when you consider that we're closing later then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, you have a, a, band, a stage. I haven't seen bands there, but you do have live music sometimes? Yeah, we, we've had bands there. Um, one of my favorites is uh, Los Tequileros. Mm-hmm. They, it's a Norteño band that's incredible. They really hype the crowd out. The singer goes out and, and help 
puts the mic in people's face and they, they start singing. It's, it's incredible. Uh, Fernando David, uh, who... Oh, yeah. I, well, he was part of Frida when they opened up. Exactly. Yeah. And I actually think he would be a great guest. I know... He would. He's a great guy. Yeah. I love podcasts Friends. for that reason where you can get into all sectors of yes. – it doesn't have to be one thing. Mm-hmm. Fernando David would be an incredible guest for you guys mm-hmm. to have. He's Well, he does have that place out in Spring Branch. I think he's got a little – Oh, I, 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 I'm not sure. Shop. But he's also at uh, Europa on Fredericksburg. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. he's the entertainment out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Every cool, Friday. Cool guy. Cool guy. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, so, so Fernando comes in place for you either yeah, um, every once in a while. We try to have so the way I structured it, and this is loose. If if you're a band and you want to come about and play, just come and talk to me. Uh, Thursdays we, is more of a chill solo acoustic night. Mm-hmm. Fridays we have mariachis, uh, and it gets amazing. That's I've very seen, popular. I've but. seen some of your video reels with the mariachis there, and yeah, everybody's just having a blast. It's it is a blast. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, and then Saturdays is when I do like the rotating like larger bands. Like we've had a salsa band out there. Uh, one of my good friends uh, who also plays over there at Arjons. Mm-hmm. He's he's incredible. Um, and, you know, Fernando, Los Tequileros, or some other band. Saturdays is kind of more, it feels like, to me personally, it feels like more of a party night. Mm-hmm. So that's why more of a party band yeah. time sure. sounds better. So yeah. so if you wanted to have a party um, or plan an event out there, I mean, that's something that you guys do as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Love to. Love mm-hmm. to, love to, love to. Yeah. yeah. We actually had one there. Mm-hmm. We A friend of mine was uh, had her 60th birthday, mm-hmm. and she w- didn't know where to go. And yes. so I talked to you, and we set it up and had yeah. the party there, and it was great. We had a wonderful time. Everyone loved the food. Everyone loved the drinks. It's 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 such a cool place, and, and not a lot of people know about it yet. But now they will now that you're. Well, on here. it's been tough. Like we, I think we were talking before we started how difficult this year has been for restaurants uh, across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also do marketing for uh, another bar called Texas Dog Co. And they're six months old, you know. They're and they're feeling like the where's everybody kind of thing. It I think it's just. Gas was three fifty for a while. If you drive a premium right. car, it was close to four five dollars a gallon. Mm-hmm. People were going out as much. I, I'm hoping that things take a turn here. Yeah, but you know, it's that's also the nature of the business. It's like yeah, people kind of wait a while until right. they go out. November, December, you got families coming in. They're going to be looking for the new places to go out and eat. So mm-hmm. hopefully, and that and Arenas would be a wonderful place to go for with a group of people uh, at, at the during the holidays. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, with New Year's and all kinds of. I mean, it's a, it really is a fantastic place to go and celebrate. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. The the name. Let's talk about the name. Where did you come up with that name? You know what? I don't even remember right now. <laughs> okay, I really don't remember. It sounds like something my sister and my mom would have come up with. Uh-huh. Uh, so what is, is what does it mean? Arenas means sands in Spanish. Okay. Arenas. So nice. arenas is sands. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, marisqueria is a, a place to sell seafood. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, arenas just it just means sands. Yeah. It, so it kind of brings in that resort. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. Through the name and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was my. I want. I don't want to give my sister too much credit, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was her. Right. I think she wow. mentioned it. I'm looking over the menu right now just to see. It's it's not a huge menu, but you have a wide variety of things because mm-hmm. you can get everything from tacos to different types of fish. Mm-hmm. You got your Chicken, uh, mojadas. That's the whole fish. Uh, I really love what you cocktail. guys are doing here, by the way. 
Oh, Have I thank you. you. One toe you got. Make sure that everyone knows that I love what you guys oh, are doing. Oh, thanks so much. Chronicling the, uh, a conversation I, I used to have with Mike Sutter all the time uh, was, I, I always wondered how he looked at reviewing a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he does it from a journalistic standpoint. Like people go out and they spend their hard-earned money to go out uh, to have a nice dinner for your birthday or something. Mm-hmm. And what you guys do here is not much different from what Mike does or some other foodies and stuff. There's a lot of places where you can go and spend your hard-earned money on a on a nice birthday dinner and for you to go and be disappointed, you know, that that's a drag. Right. It, you kind of feel like, ugh. So there, there, there's a lot of value in what you guys are doing. I oh, really thank you so thank much. You. We appreciate that. Appreciate well, that. you know, we... we 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 have this amazing opportunity, you know, to actually go and and you know try these amazing restaurants, get to know the restaurant owners, and um, understand your passion and and just everything that you put into it. And so for us, when we try the food, it's elevated to this whole new level because of what we know. Um, and so we really wanted everyone to experience that. We thought, man, everybody needs this to to get to know, you know, the the heart and the soul of the restaurant because then when they go, um, it, it'll be a... That's why people get so... It, that's why I also feel like even reviews sometimes don't even matter because people do put their heart and souls into, like, yes. the food and restaurants. And when you have an emotional connection to something like that, you can... That's exactly. It. That's well, that's, that is why this podcast is called The More You Know, The mm-hmm. Better It Tastes because we want you to, want them to know your story and, mm-hmm. and where you came from and why your restaurant is what it is. Yeah, and so, yeah it's a, it's a tough business, idea. too. It, it really grinds you down. And so, yeah, again, just thank you guys for oh, having me. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, well, yeah. we're glad you are here today. We, yeah. uh, Like I said, I, I've been to your restaurant a, a couple of times, love the food, love the drinks. It's just a great atmosphere. And I want more people to know about it. They need to know. Mm-hmm. So you're at 19903 Stone Oak Parkway, right at Hardy Oak, across the street from Aldaco. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's in that big shopping center. There's several cool restaurants in that shopping center. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, you're right Tacos there. Tacos Don Manolitos right there, mm-hmm. Sushi Express, mm-hmm. Chopsticks. Uh, you know, that's one. if I can just have a second here. Mm-hmm. People always want to come in and be like, oh, are you in competition with this or that? And I'm like, no, um, especially right there in Stone Oak. It is really kind of a bubble. It's really hard to navigate traffic there. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes like 15 minutes just to leave Stone Oak. Right. And so having more restaurants in that place keeps the community there rather than having to go somewhere else and stuff. So the more restaurants, it's not competition because they're not always going to eat at Arenas. They're not always going to eat at Aldacos. Right. Also, we have different food than Aldacos and we have different food than Manolito. People need to have options in in their neighborhood Mm -hmm. and – I ne- I have never looked at it as hey we're in competition with anyone so, else. That, that's so cool because you know we actually so we hear that all the time you know from other restaurant owners that there is this um, camaraderie I think between especially in the restaurant industry between the restaurants here you know if somebody needs help they can reach out and say oh, yeah. you know hey you know I, I'm out of such and such absolutely and that kind of thing. It, it's funny though because we were inter- I was just listening to um, the interview with Ernest Bradley out at Charity Bar, and he was talking about all of that as well. But he was saying, you know, that he said it's it really is a San Antonio thing. Yeah. He said you don't find that in other cities. He said that's oh. what's so great uh, all the time. Anyway, he said that's what's so great. He said about this city and this community is that's what it's like. He said you know it's such a community atmosphere, and I, d- I think it's I so think great. the owners and people in the business know how difficult the business is. And so to pit yourself against another business who's also doing just their best, it seems just counterproductive mm-hmm. and counterintuitive. I, I truly love 
all the businesses around me because they uplift me when they're doing good. Yeah. It means that more traffic in the area it means it, it a rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. That's it. I That's love it. it. That's, That's so wonderful. cool. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that and that feeds into who you are as a person. So I think that's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Well, Luis, thank you for being here today. This was very interesting and uh it was awesome. Yeah, we need to pleasure. go try some more because I've I've tried arena several times, but now I need to I, try I'm, I know. get some tacos and some get some burritos. Uh, the the I have a <laughs> when you go to arenas and when you go to sabor. Oh man, I can't believe I forgot to mention. His, there's this guy. His name is Joe Bonilla. I've known him since I was 14 years old. He was one of our regulars at at uh, Casa Sol, mm-hmm. and he's just an incredible human being. He uh, he's so kind and gracious, and he's followed me like everywhere that I. If I work at Roots Chris, he's going to come visit me at Roots Aww. Chris. Yeah. He's, uh, and so when we opened Sabor, this man was there every single day. He's family. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's family. Yeah. And he sits there and builds Lego. So if, if, if you're oh, listening wow. to this uh, and you're at Sabor, you know who Joe is. Because <laughs> okay. Joe's always at the family table building some Legos. He's a professor. So it's his way of just like, hey, I don't have to think about anything. I'm just going to read these instructions. I'm going to put this together and not think. He's a very, very smart man. Yeah. And so at Arenas, you're going to see Legos. You're going to know that's Joe. <laughs> uh, at Sabor, you're going to see some Legos. You're oh, going to know that's Joe. It. It's, yeah, it's, that's the best part about restaurants is the people you meet and yeah. like the connections you make. It's, that's it. the best part about it. That is yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. That is. I, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I, I'm actually excited. Well, I'm excited to go to Sabor, but I, I'm excited to come back to Arenas as well. I'm just excited to see the Legos. I yeah, yeah I know, I know, so I know. We have to go to both. We again. have so many, so, so many. <laughs> All right. Oh, Arenas Marisqueria Lounge at 19903 Stone Oak Parkway is open seven days a week. And you said till midnight? Yeah, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, till midnight. Till midnight. Wow, that's amazing. And and you're open for lunch as well, right? Uh, correct. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. So lots of options to go there. And, and our lunch and options are incredible. We we really price them, uh, you know, to have nurses and the people in the area. There's so many hospitals out there in Stone Oak. Right. Uh, we definitely priced it aggressively. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So great prices, amazing food, long happy hour from three to seven Sunday through Thursday. Fantastic cocktails. And it all is meant to take you back to a Mexican resort. So can't beat that. Yeah. Exactly. All right, great. All right, Luis, thank you for being here. Yeah, it's my you absolute so pleasure. Much. Thank you so much. So awesome. Right. So, Susie, we will be back again next week. Yes, and uh, we do want to thank our listeners for being here today and listening to us. So, we'll be back with another great interview next week. Yes, we will. All right. See you guys then. Thank you. Bye bye.